This podcast is brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Unfortunately, this episode's audio has been replaced with the director's commentary track for Scary Movie 3. I've been watching the Resident Evil movies, uh, which oh, is great. <laughs> e- equally as great cinema as John Carpenter's The Thing. I wanted to do a podcast with Alec where we reviewed each of the Resident Evil movies, yeah. and then we watched the first movie, and then I could never get him to record it, and so it <laughs> failed, like most of my dreams. Um, yeah. That does but, sound like something you'd try to do with Alec. There's that not that many movies. Uh, like, the first one is... It, the second one is really bad. Like the second one is just like straight up unwatchable because it's like th- that's exciting. Directed by a guy who has like never directed anything else. He was like second unit guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so it's like it has that like two thousand type action that is like impossible to follow. Like <laughs> it is that like weird, terribly edited action and like a ton of like awful side characters and like a one character who is basically like a pretty racist like uh black uh comedy sidekick uh Mm -hmm, character mm -hmm. but then then the third one is a a lot better because that one's like actually done by like a competent filmmaker and i heard that the ones after that are really funny (laughs) This is the sort of shit that people would really love to hear about on, say, a Resident <laughs> Evil movie podcast, where you could talk about the differences between each of the Resident Evil movies, and it would be, like, fun and cool, but, you know, you can't get the yeah. staff these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I'm available it. to talk about the Resident Evil movies anytime. Yeah. So. I think that would be cool. I think... <laughs> I'll, I'll I, we can do it for the Patreon. I was gonna... I was actually thinking about this, like, not, not specifically about Resident Evil movies, but I was I was thinking about this last night that we really should come up with like some consistent Patreon production. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have to be anything high effort. Uh, I can edit if you know. If I think we should busy. write Dark Spell. I don't know why everyone is so doesn't want to do Dark Spell. But <laughs> I'm perfectly do fine with doing Dark Spell. I'm again, perfectly fine with doing Dark Spell. Just I also date. Yeah, it's dates and it's having time to write yeah. um, with my stupid 8.30 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to make a living. What a way to make a living. Sorry. That was yeah. It's um, slightly, slightly worse than what Dolly Parton had to do. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't even know. <laughs> she thought it was so bad, but she didn't have that extra half hour. Yeah, I mean, we can do, we can do Dax Bell if... Uh, I would like to watch Red, when, Red, White, and Royal. Royal. <laughs> it's such a hard yeah, title to say. Should... I would like to watch Red, White, and Royal Blue for it. We should definitely think that'd be very funny. Red, White, and Royal Blue. <laughs> yeah. Red, White, and Royal Blue. The story of a prince and the son of a president, and the way that they fall in love. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done it. We've done a lot of skewers of young adult literature, and I think that that falls pretty neatly into all of it. It looks terrible. Like it's just so crazy that at this point, like RPF, like Wattpad fic, is being adapted into movies. I think it's beautiful and right, and I think that you're all down on something that you don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, you we just hate gay people. You don't understand the yeah. beautiful love, the beautiful forbidden <laughs> love between an American hero and a British royal family member, and how that stirs the heart of the nation. And makes homophobes cry because that's so beautiful they can't be homophobic anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm homophobic. Red, white, and royal blue. 
is it gives straight <laughs> podcasters the opportunity to be homophobic, uh, but ironically, but they're really doing it. Yeah, yeah. That, which we would never do. Yeah, on that's the, that, that's what we would do. No. Like it's it's a I great. Mean, <laughs> It's a great bit to be like extremely well, offensive <laughs> on your podcast. Yeah, uh, but but then couch it in a sort of ironic. No one's ever done that before. Um, no, it's, uh, I'm trying to method. I'm trying to make anyway, the we're gonna hang out with that, that is that it's like it gives like gay royal gay anti royalists or gay royalists. I don't know. I'm trying to uh, think of a type of person who would be really confused by. Um, I mean, gay anti-royalist just describes me uh, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I realize that that's just that's just like there, most there of this podcast. There are gay anti-royalists. That's crazy. <laughs> what, what have happened to Yas Queen Slay? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. What about? Well, I mean, um, homophobic I mean, anti-royalists would hate it anyway. What about like if you're a homophobic like royalist? Maybe you come around. Like gay people aren't that bad. At, at oh, the yeah. end of the day, it could be like Prince William could be gay. Yeah. yeah, he could, but he's yeah. not. He could but be. it would be interesting. He's to not. Think about. He's just cheats on his wife, which I think is cool. Yeah, um. <laughs> Prince William is uh, gay, which is why he enjoys pegging reputedly. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Which is an inher- inherently gay activity. And it's pretty gay, to be honest. Even if it's it- with um, the Marchioness of Cholmondeley or whatever. I think Chumley. I, I think former uh, former president uh, Orange Cheeto Trump is gay with Vladimir Putin. That's yeah, so because that's so give me all the give me all the Pulitzers. <laughs> Actually, I recently what learned was, what from was that thing he said in his court in his court deposition where he was like Aberdeen is the <laughs> capital of Scotland. <laughs> it was like Aberdeen is the steel capital of the uh, Europe, and so I was like, "How's that relevant?" The it, judge that's like, not relevant. <laughs> It is. Aberdeen. <laughs> Aberdeen. <laughs> it's this. Yeah. We should do, I mean, we can do like alternating that well, spell and then course. some movie and then we can have George on to uh, say homophobic shit like about that. red, white and navy blue. <laughs> That's definitely what I'm going to do, yeah. You know me, I love it's to be red, homophobic. red, white and royal blue because it's... Red, white and baby blue is the blue, sequel. Because you got to be that it's about the kid. It's a bad name. It is a bad name. There's got to be something better. It's bad because red, white and blue are the colors of the United Kingdom as well. Like of the well, yeah, that's why it's royal blue. So it's got the royal bit in there. But then, um, yeah. what if it was Democrat blue? It should have been about yeah. the French. <laughs> it should have been about a it. French, like <laughs> politician's son, and then like an ancient, like Russian, um, mm-hmm. like one of the old aristocratic families, like one of the Romanovs, like heirs, and it's still they red, white, and royal it. blue, but a different flags. Mm-hmm. They should have called it, it the, president the president's son's of- secret. <laughs> No, I think that I mean the, the, the one the president that... of France and his uh, English teacher, who is a much older um, American lady. That's so unre- that's so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. It would never fly in today's yeah. harsh society. It would yeah. be frowned upon by no. But the the, um, the thing that liberal, Robin was, liberal haters, the thing that Robin was describing, would be called uh, liberté, égalité, and le gay sex. <laughs> Liberté, égalité, and fraternizing. Fraternizing. They don't like you call it fraternité anymore because it sounds a bit incesty and it wouldn't be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the French really want to like uh, put that behind. Like we don't do that anymore. They call it. They should call it um, two two heads of state, sons, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, one royal orb. Uh, sure. One orb. <laughs> I think that would be good. Clop.com. Yes, please clap. Uh, uh, Robin, are you there? Can we Did go? You say clop.com. Yeah. Wow, Robin. we're a brony podcast now. <laughs> um, what's everyone's Robin. favorite cartoon horse? Um, I like any that uh, people want to fuck. So we're talking oh. spirit, stallion of the simmer. I can only think of spirit. Um, like that's the only one. <laughs> uh, the uh, only cartoon, cartoon horse horses. I can think of. Horses um, are very hard the, to the animate. Abused, is what I heard. The abused one from Fritz the Cat. Yeah, they are. Do you count you Pegasus from Hercules? My, Do you count Donkey from yeah. Shrek as a cartoon horse? Donkeys aren't horses. Only when he's a horse. Um, no. <laughs> he's a horse in the Ponies are horses. Donkeys aren't. What if it was a mule? What about well, seahorses? Uh, that would be a shoe. <laughs> no. My favorite cartoon horse, um, I've never seen it because it's inside a small yellow tent on the Grand National Field and they won't let me see it. And, you know... Um, if you can't see something that just lets the imagination run wild, I want to know what's going yeah, on in, in I that tent. Whatever's in that tent, yeah. What's what's uh, that guy get got in his bag and when he's going in there? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It's the tent where they shoot all the horses. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shoot. It's where they shoot the horses in the Grand National. There's a special oh. tent for it. So yeah. they, I think they should do it. Doesn't watch them do it. I think they should do it in the middle of the track. I think people should know what's happening. Yeah. When the queen, so. God bless her soul, um, uh, when she was alive, she used to have a rifle, a special rifle during the Grand National. When they fell, um, she'd put them out of her misery, 300 yards away, easy, crack shot right sniper. in the back of the skull. American sniper yeah. is about the queen, um, but it's, yeah. <laughs> like they changed it a bit. Um, she's actually, <laughs> yeah, she was actually oh. in, she was actually by that grassy knoll that day. Um, <laughs> yeah she was relaxing but then she saw what she thought was a dying horse but it was actually jfk <laughs> yeah uh yeah. can we go at 50 yes yeah i was actually also yeah. gonna suggest 50 but then i remembered that Chaz would be like really mad if someone took away like the, the time calling privileges the thing is i have such i have such little power <laughs> in my life you know any job i've ever had i've been like the most junior member yeah. of anything um every time i've been in a position of authority in a society i've been bad at it because i'm unreliable mm. um so this Not is the true. one sphere in which i have power and i use it to abuse my co-hosts um so you're welcome by saying a number uh, that we should clap on saying, that i'm not feeling i'm not feeling very abused i'm not saying this in a that wasn't sense. an example of me abusing uh, that was just <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this isn't working out for me Chaz. it's it's not abusive enough uh, shut I'm, the fuck I'm, up george i'm, I'm, I'm soft here. Give, Come me, on. give me 20 <laughs> all right give me 20 press-ups and lick my shoes <laughs> okay i'm back Okay. <laughs> and he's hot again. And don't do worry, everybody. George is hot again. Yeah. yeah. The podcast continu so, can continue. We're all talked. We're all erect. The Jeremy Fragrance thing of uh, podcast. Jeremy <laughs> Fragrance of podcasting, just doing the uh, doing the bench presses during the recording. Mm. 
Did you see his most recent video where he no. said his three goals for the future and he's shirtless or he's wearing his like white outfit, but his shirt's completely undone. He's outside mm. somewhere sunny and he goes, my goals for the future. One, mm-hmm. get a girlfriend. Two, move to the United States of America. Three, die as Jeremy Fragrance, the number one well, perfume influencer who follows God. <laughs> so well, his it's goals not his are real moved. name. <laughs> his real name his is like... Zone. Is it he has like a German. Is his name has- Jeremy? No. What? He has like a German name. I forgot. Wow. I think it's Dan- Daniel something. Daniel. But are you telling uh, me he chose the name Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, his real name is uh, Daniel Sredzinski because he's like half Polish or he's like from Polish immigrants. And then he chose the the, the German name is because uh, he changed his name to Daniel Schutz. And then he changed well. it to Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Fragrance. Um, <laughs> I just really think it's an international man of mystery. <laughs> I just think it's so funny for your goals to be get a girlfriend, move to the US, and die. <laughs> well, die I mean, is the number is one. Die life. is Jeremy Fragrance, comma, the number one. Robin, uh, you are shitting on the right? dreams of every 19th century peasant. In <laughs> Come on. Have some sensitivity. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they're dead now, aren't they? So it doesn't well, matter. Well, they definitely are. So they, they achieve their goals. You know what I mean? Most of yeah. them did. The ones yeah. who got to America, at least. Well, we should talk about a book because it's been 20 minutes. Um, yeah. I guess. I think it was the last episode it was where it was like a full 25. It was like a whole half an hour in the last well, the episode before last before we yeah. actually got to the, the book, which I think yeah. is very funny. I think we don't <laughs> have beautiful. that much... Uh, that much usable content in this cold open because I kept talking about podcast production stuff and the internet went away for a bit. Um, mm, I think it's all usable. Fine. It's all gold. Okay. Yeah, had that, we had I never cut anything out. Which horse we found sexy? That was fun. That was a good yeah. bit. I never, I never cut anything out because it will be funny um, and there'll be like a good joke in there that I want to preserve. And out of context, it makes no fucking sense. So I have to like yeah, I know. keep someone doing some sort of like podcast production shit. And if I was professional, I would cut it out. But I'm too. <laughs> I can't. I can't kill my darlings. I, we I don't have enough good content. Like. That's true. People say that we don't have enough good content. Um, <laughs> so I really like a podcast, but my problem is that there's no good content in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, who am I to disagree with that? Because they are kind of true. Um, oh, that's, that's an accomplishment, though, because, like, there's... I, I, think, I, I think if we can, like, be the first podcast with no good content in it, that would be, like, you know, a good, we like, have calling card. This podcast has 34,000 downloads. I want you to sit with that for a second. And <laughs> I want you How to many think episodes about have we that. Got? A lot. Um, a lot of fucking episodes, man. It's like 90 something, isn't it? It's 96. I mean, some of them is a bonus. So we got like 93 yeah. episodes. But So 34,000 divided by 96. It's we'll around... get like 350 percent. We got 300, 400, yeah. Anywhere between 280 <coughs> to 500, 600 lessons. Yeah, yeah that's, um, a, that's an average of 354. There's still a lot of people that are listening to me. Like, I don't know that many people in person, <laughs> you know? I know so many no. people in person. You know what I mean? <laughs> Too many. Yeah, but does, do any of them listen to you? I know so you? many. Pe- no, no, they never listen. To- <laughs> no one listens to me. I only have a podcast because I'm so frustrated about how in real life not only do I have no power, but no one listens to me on anything. 
Um, I listen to you all the time. I went on a date the other day with a man who didn't listen to me for the entire date. Uh, he would just like sort of make a sort of vague facial expression and then would like go on like an hour long <laughs> monologue about his job in waste management. And I just had to be what? like, yeah, that's so cool. Like the uh, Sopranos? Oh, and then you went to Canada. That's so interesting. Well, that's what <laughs> Are I said. Are you sure I said, not in the I mafia? Said, I said, "Are you in the mafia?" And he said, "No, but you know, I've met a lot of dodgy people doing waste management. Some of the people who run these places are like very." And I'm like, "Okay." And then he kept telling me about waste management, um, and and then LinkedIn. I don't know. And then his job driving a garbage truck in Canada, which was like fairly interesting. It was like, and then I hit a pole, and there was another time that I hit a pole, and I was like, Whoa. "That sounds like a bad driver." And the date lasted three hours and he kept buying me drinks. And then he was like, well, I'll see you around. And then he left and then he unmatched me on the dating app that we met. <laughs> I, I just think you shouldn't focus on the fact that a date you weren't really interested in and a date who talked about LinkedIn to you in a positive light unmatched you. I, th- I think that's, that's the, you've dodged the bullet. I lost. He's curved it the bullet around I you. on that chance. I, it means that I lost the date and I believe in winning. You should. Because I'm a winner and only, I don't like to lose. I think you should like start like using LinkedIn as a dating app. <laughs> people, people do. People I'm sure have. they do. I know a guy who, uh, who got like added on LinkedIn by someone who then became his girlfriend. That's well, funny. Maybe there he, you go. He has commitment issues, so but that's his problem. I, I, you know? One of the one of the guys at my last job like added my like twenty three year old coworker and then was like, "Haha, I saw you today in the office. I loved your I love your outfit today. Very <laughs> cool. I was just like <laughs> creeping on my. It was weird. It was just, like creeping on my very young coworker through the medium of LinkedIn, which I thought was very insane. That's great. It's like That's the most bit... perverted thing you can do, actually. It's like the and it's yeah. like the only social media platform that shows you when someone clicked on your profile. Yeah, which like, I found that. <sighs> It's the one place where way. you cannot get away with it. You, Chaz, no. you cannot have found that out in a worse way than I did. <laughs> we- How did you find it out? Well, which is when I found out my father was having an affair when I was 12. Oh, yeah. And I found out oh, his God. mistress's name, and I thought an easy way to figure out who it was would be to search for her on LinkedIn. And I found her. But then someone told me that she'd be able to see that. So that's, you know. It never, it's never come up. Did you, have, did you have an account when you were 10? I think I was older than 10. I think I was 14, actually. But I do Wait, but think did you have a LinkedIn account? I made one to do this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, I, yeah. I do think <laughs> if, if, I, if I was having an affair with someone who was married and had kids, um, and I saw their LinkedIn that like had been viewed by their child, that would that would have broken my brain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it must have done because I think they stopped seeing each other. Maybe, who knows? Well, yeah, it's like we gotta stop. My daughter's looking at you on LinkedIn. <laughs> you did a good deed. Like this, and she's not even most... looking for connections. It's a very <laughs> she's discreet not way in networking. to uh, to break up an affair to like click on someone's LinkedIn because they're not gonna. Be be like, oh, your daughter looked at my LinkedIn. There we go, like, there we go I, dads. I there's a little, there's a little bit of, um, here's a little advice for the dads out there who are having an affair. Um, <laughs> only, do, only do it when your I mean, daughters are too young to use LinkedIn. 
Yeah. So what you want to do is you just yeah, just make an account in your daughter's name. If you don't, if you want to break up with your mistress, but you, you don't have to do it because you're emotionally stunted. Just just say, oh yeah, I'm my daughter. Look at their LinkedIn. Easy. <laughs> this is We're great stuff on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like we reveal too much on this podcast sometimes. <laughs> I feel like if you, you like listen when... to this, you know like far too much personal information about us. You remember when there was yeah, like that, the time like, that I repeated Chaz's comedian? Like it was that pedophile comedian. That's not very funny. But what Which is one? funny is that he <laughs> <laughs> that he was like on some <laughs> on one? some show. I don't remember his name, but he was like on some show. And uh, he was like, hey, so what's with this rumor that uh, you sent, like, inappropriate photos to underage girls on Snapchat? And he was like, that can't be true, because on Snapchat, the photos disappear. And then the other guy Oh, fuck, like, I remember that. But you no, can screenshot the them. And then he was like... You oh. could see him realize he was going to jail in, like, three-second clip. It was crazy. No, it was the guy. I can't right. remember his name. He was... Who um, was he was an American comedian. He was on the second series of You, um, ironically playing a character who also was a pedophile comedian. Um, <laughs> life imitates art. <laughs> yeah. Incredible stuff. The internet is a wonderful and terrible place to be. I repeat, Omegle, it's been shut down. Has That's it? That's where I used to find... Yeah, shut down today. That's where I used to find old men to send pictures of my underage tits to when I was a teenager at <laughs> work. Jesus Christ, Chaz. <laughs> You're not alone, baby. We all did that. <laughs> we all did it. Um, so... There's <laughs> <laughs> all these guys the getting their doors truly... bashed in by the cops. And they're like, I didn't ask for them. Did you just send them? <laughs> and for once, they were right. <laughs> Lying about my age to men on Omegle to make them unwilling participants in a sex crime. <laughs> it's more possible than you think. I think you're an old man. You should also be like very wary of when someone. I mean, if you're on Omegle, it's you. You know that they're looking yeah. for children. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a I'm a young man, and I would I would know that you don't come on Omegle because it's gonna be. I'm looking yeah. for overage women on Omegle. It's like you're on the wrong side. <laughs> overage, extra mature, <laughs> vintage women. Overage. Oh my god. Okay, we need now. To we're revealing this, too much about ourselves. Let's talk about the podcast. You know where they've got um, like about the, the crystals of like calcium in. Yeah, let's talk about the book in on let's the talk podcast. about the podcast. I have <laughs> Where did we okay. go wrong? Where, why are we here? <laughs> this I, mean, I was so going to address ep- this. Been so many episodes. We have been exposed as frauds and charlatans. And charlatans. Uh, because someone posted, uh, someone posted on Tumblr uh, something that absolutely nails. Why Terry Pratchett books are good, and in just one post. So I oh. clearly, there's no way that like there's no point in us doing this. Yeah, wrap it up, guys. <laughs> That's true. The thing is, we we've always been pointless as a podcast. Like we've yeah. never had a purpose. Um, but now that the Tumblr posts are they're they're addressing Terry. We are Pratchett, a, we are a podcast. Yeah, they really got us banged to rights. All you need to do is put in like two jokes about cum and then like our social security <laughs> numbers, and that's like what the podcast is. 
<laughs> we haven't had any yet. We've had one about like forcing people to become a paedophile when <laughs> speaking and one about uh, finding horses being shot bit. in a tent attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck the horse being shot by the queen. Okay, let's yeah. go. Terry Pratchett podcast hosted by um, four very, very chilly sailors adrift on the sea of comedy. Um, I'm your host, Chaz, and I can't wait to star in the Disney remake um, 12,000 Angry Men. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, I'm your host, Robin, and today I'm aching. Uh, Hi, I'm Janosh. I... I I think I had something, but like this, this conversation just completely wiped my mind. So. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was a normal conversation. Um, I'm your host, George, and I deleted my Twitter account months ago at this point. So I will no longer be able to repeat back things I saw on there, slightly modified in a simulacrum of humor. Yeah, so yeah. enjoy enjoy that everyone oh like Sorry, Tumblr, I, like screenshots of tumblr posts yeah yeah i know i i have a new bit now which is eating increasingly loud snacks um this that's, one is that's not called, oh, yeah that's that's, that's how, been your bit the entire yeah. time oh it wasn't a bit at that point i just it, i just did it but now oh, i really no, mean it i'm putting my back into it i'm gonna get new snacks every time I've this got some Calvi Rams all in audio. one. We've got Robin blowing their nose. <laughs> all We've in got it. George doing ASMR. I'm eating crunchy snacks. Um, hey, have you seen this is that all really snacks. In, <laughs> you seen that annoying commercial in the cinema where they're like, it's a baked crisp that you can eat at the cinema. And I'm like, yeah. it's still in a bag. And then their way around it is that they've got like a funny little thing where a brass band starts playing in the middle of the movie so you can eat your snack. And I don't understand it because that wouldn't happen in a normal movie. It wouldn't happen um, in a normal movie. Well, yeah, um, you correctly identified that, Chad. And like Thank they you. could show that, you know, they could show that commercial anywhere else and people would like not catch on to it. But showing it in the cinema, like in the movie theater, like those people, there's some movie knowers there, you know, like they, yeah. they, they will smell the that something is wrong. I got it's so like mad. It's like when I went to see Killers of the Flower Moon and there was 40 minutes of adverts. I know, me too. And most of them were like, have you considered going to the cinema? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm here. I'm How here for the three and a half hour long movie. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> and they actually, at my showing in, at the German cinema, they advertised for like a German movie podcast that was like, oh, I guess disgusting. done by <laughs> like paid for by the cinema chain and it was like these two like bearded guys obviously because yeah who else <laughs> and they were like doing <laughs> they were doing like charades or what the, what's the AI name of the game where you're like showing things podcaster yeah they were like s- signifying things with their hands to the other and they had to guess which movie it is and then they never could guess it, and then they were like, oh, but they did it because of this and because of that. And I was just thinking, that would be, like, terrible podcast content. Like, that's so visual. 
Yeah. Mm. We've never done any shit like that mm. before. No. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, we're not being we professionally funded, so. But yeah, I, I also saw, like, when I saw Killers of the Flower Moon, it's like a really fucking long movie. And there were at least it's 30 minutes of just commercials, like, before the trailers even started. It was mm. very bizarre experience. I went to Killers of like, the Flower Moon. Sorry, Chance, you go. And so when it's I went to Killers of the Flower Moon, um, you have someone, the speaking there's, potato. There's like two. There's like two doors to keep the light out of the the cinema. So when you go to the toilet, you open one door and then it closes, and you open the other door like a light seal. And someone just like left the first door propped open for like 25 minutes. And every time <laughs> someone went out and didn't close the door, it just made me more and more mad until eventually I had to go and just shut the door myself because I couldn't concentrate on the movie because I was so mad about the door. Um, yeah. <laughs> and what I'm saying is people ain't got no respect. <laughs> yeah, what we had was um, we had an extremely loud movie playing in the next cinema. Um, oh, yeah. On the next screen. Which was like explosions and shit for like most of the film, um, and most of *Elizabeth Flower Moon* is like Leonardo DiCaprio, like I love my wife, but she's dying something off. I love money more <laughs> reasons I can't explain. <laughs> I, I love, love money. money, sir. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> oh yes, sir. I love money and I love women. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. All I was doing for that me, wasn't my car. I, I, I didn't, didn't set hear, him up. I'm for horny it. and stupid. I didn't hear yeah. explosions from another screening room, but they were like playing some like raunchy comedy in the. In the other room, so I just, just like, it's like a really inappropriate moment. I would just like hear distant laughter. <laughs> was was it um, a German sex comedy Probably. called Hansel and Gretel and the <laughs> and the Sensual Witch? We did watch that. Um, oh yeah, I saw you yeah. log that one. Yeah, but we also great. had I've, I've we also had now. some guy who you know you get n- people who like narrate movies. They're like, oh, yeah. why are you doing that? Or oh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Why Maybe. would you do that in a in a cinema where there's like eight makes, people there? Makes me want to come. Was it eight people? It was a really small showing. Yeah. Oh my god! My, oh, mine, mine was, was like completely far. packed. It was completely packed with yeah. people. Mm. Well, and it we was, live in different cities. They were very drunk. A lot of people, which mm. made it very annoying. Um, mm. And one yeah. of them kept like whispering something until the guy next to him like turned over and went shh. <laughs> and it was like a it was like a whole thing. I Why would that... you get drunk to watch Killers of the Flower Moon? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. It's, it's, it's a very no distressing they, film. No wonder they get pissing. <laughs> I had, anyway. I had, a, I had a couple because they showed an intermission uh, in our movie, which I appreciated, even though uh, they got apparently several cinemas got in trouble for showing an intermission because it wasn't like... It's not the artist's vision. It's not the artist's vision, but like... <laughs> still appreciate it but i heard like I a think couple should have envisioned it, uh talk honestly. about how it's so unrealistic because it's like why is nobody doing anything about these murders like there's got to be like a sheriff or something there what that's part of the movie <laughs> that's part of the point of the movie right? <laughs> oh i can't believe that they would just let these people die for no reason to do mm, with them they should have some like office race. that investigates this yeah. Why is no one investigating? I can't believe cops would just get away with like race, or cops would just like not investigate racist murders. How about the scene where the guy is like, "Wow, you, you, you could, you don't have to put handcuffs on him. He's my friend, and it's fine, you know, and all that shit. That's normal." Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was gonna say, the talking people <laughs> I had in my showing of, of Barbie like a couple of weeks ago, where there was just like one guy who kept telling his like 
girlfriend things like when when there was a joke where uh where like a guy was doing duolingo on his phone and then he just said duolingo or there was a bit where john cena had a cameo and he said john cena (laughs) (laughs) this guy recognizes things at the bit where they go to barbie land and there's a big like uh there's a big like font that says barbie land or like in the hollywood font right says barbie land and then he says barbie land maybe she couldn't read (laughs) read. barbie land where barbie comes from that's great that guy sounds like fun it sounds great um anyway boyfriend Today we that's funny. Today we finished uh, reading We Free Men, the first of the Tiffany A. King books by Terry Pratchett. Um, what did we did we like it? Now we finished. I the loved book. it. I loved it. I can't wait to see more of Tiffany. You're going to see so much more of Tiffany. I didn't think I was going um, to like it as much as the other witches books because it's four kids, technically killings. Yeah, but then I don't know. I think reading it after reading the amazing Maurice was like, oh, this is the same. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> the same as his mm. other books. There's just like less sex jokes, in it. and there aren't even yeah, less sex jokes in it. To be honest, they're like ba- there's barely less sex jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just takes out the less obvious sex jokes. But yeah, yeah, he just like makes them the more change. innuendo. Yeah, yeah, but this one is a bit like. I mean, I guess I said this already, but. Uh, this this like actually felt like a like a book for young readers in a way that the amazing Morris like didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the languages are like yeah. a lot simpler. It's not a it, sort of relentless things. horror. Yeah, yeah, it's not like got the body horror of Amazing Morris. <laughs> Doesn't have the nightmarish qualities. Um, it's got like a bunch of spooky stuff and like some. It's got some tension. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, but it's, it's like a good book. It's like kid spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's like um, Neil Gaiman's children's book, Spooky. Yeah, yeah. Who? Um, I don't know. I just uh, <laughs> came up with a some guy. Invented yeah. a guy. Never, I've never heard of this man. <laughs> um, if Neil Gaiman wasn't real, we'd we'd have to invent him. Um, I wish it wasn't real. Um, yeah, I think it's like um, it's a good book, and I think. Especially in this light last third, it does a lot with the the dreamscape stuff. And a lot of it is, again, things that we've seen kind of before. Like, there's a lot of lords and ladies um, in this. Mm. And there's a bit of, like, I don't know, with a bit at the end where she became, like, a weird... The the queen of the fairies became, like, a weird monkey guy thing. Reminded me of Hogfather, where the tooth fairy is, like, creating itself as different dreams that are, like, scary a little bit. Mm. But then at the core, it's pathetic, really. Mm, yeah, but it's like yeah. a, a horrible Its power is only creature. its um, ability to influence people's perception. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really liked all the Lords and Ladies stuff, because Lords and Ladies was a great book about how the upper class mm-hmm. are awful, <laughs> evil <Yeah>. people. <laughs> and you'll never know um, what we thought about it, because we lost the audio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we shit. We didn't lose it for all <laughs> three. We lost, like, the last one, didn't we? Yeah. Oops. Well, we liked it, um, so it's nice to see that back yeah. here. So you get a little taste of it now. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry. I can't even remember whose fault that was. Was it mine? Might have been. I wasn't gonna say, but of know. course it was George. <laughs> I think. It, I think it was. Yeah. I don't know what That's I did. But... I don't. I think. I think it was a technical issue. I don't think you'd 
done anything. I think it was one of those ones where it's like Audacity stopped at some point and yeah, it's, it, like it stopped recording and yeah, you, you only happens. had like the first half. Oh of yeah, hour. but it was in the background, so we didn't know, and it yeah. was yeah, yeah. But enough about the other episodes. Yeah, who could have known? <laughs> who could have known? I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of great stuff about the fairies and how they exist as sort of parasitic organisms that you know latch onto other worlds and try and use their like maybe not only their resources but like their imagination as well like the queen is likes people for their ability to imagine things which like the drones can't because mm. they come from a weird watery red sunned hell dimension some crazy shit terry thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it did some real cosmic cosmic shit i'm curious about that getting, i'd love to a bit see. eldritch terry yeah i'd love to see a little more drone content maybe but i don't think we will which is fine. And the I mean the um unfortunately I don't think you do. I do like the drones. No, you don't. Video one of those? That's video drone, baby. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Penis gun. But yeah, I mean it's implied that the setting of most of this section of the book, uh, inside the the fairyland where they're all in the they're all tiny in the grass. It's implied mm. that that is stolen from a real painting that exists, which it says at the end of the book. Yeah. Um, the fairy, fairy fellow's, fellow's masterstroke. masterstroke. Pretty, oh, that was going to be my nickname. I was going to say something like, I give the masterstroke, but be careful at Chase. Um, yeah, I was looking at masterstroke, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> for a children's book, you know. Uh, it's kind of, kind of a wild, like, um, by the way, it's based on a painting by a guy who murdered his father. Um, yeah, which was dad, put in an insane asylum but i think it was unfair because it was a bad treatment of mental illness which i appreciate but also it's a children's book like <laughs> no i think he's teaching kids about nuance it's good yeah yeah he's like yeah, honestly kids, i think that is a guy. good thing to put in i think yeah. he's a good he's a good dude we love terry um yeah he's like look this isn't someone to be dismissed yeah. because of this there's like a crank yeah, because it is a—it's an incredible work of art. Hey kids, if you look check at out the sick painting. I actually didn't look at it. Me neither. Oh, it's it, a pretty—it's a great painting. It's a really unique. The way he painted it is really like multi. I don't know. It's—it's it's hard. Hard to describe. Hmm. Yeah. It's like. Oh wow, that's very detailed. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. More it great audio content. <laughs> No, mm. you should look it up though. It's like an, an incredible style. Very fellas, yeah. and you can see Sneebs. He's right Sneebs. in the middle. Sneebs. Sneebs is the guy who's like on his yeah. He's sitting on his ass and looking really worried, which is George. <laughs> yeah, because your nickname has been set to Sneebs for like two, three years or something. Um, I just associate Sneebs with you now. So when Sneebs yeah. turned up in this book, I did the like Leonardo DiCaprio point <laughs> at the book. <laughs> Um, I was like, oh my god, Sneebs mention. Well, that's the thing. Oh, that's um, my brother, when when my brother and I had this book read to us as children for bed, before bedtime, my mm-hmm. brother started calling me Sneebs as, as a nickname. So he has called me that <laughs> since then. And it's, I have, I have used it as like display names on occasion. But not I'm not the only person who does that. No, no. there are Other many Sneebs. The, the world is yeah, full I of Sneebs. I never managed to get just Sneebs. It's always Sneebs 2 or something, or Sneebs 3. <laughs> Sneebs 420. Sne- Sneebs harder. Sneebs, yeah. Sneebs yeah, 69, 420. Your Discord name XX is Sneebs, Pro Gamer. Sneebs period, or Sneebs full stop for the British. 
Mm. Sneeb's menstrual cycle for the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think like the the last bit of this book with all the surreal elements is so good. I love it when she goes into the because you know it's 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 definitely like a, a journey through Tiffany's mindscape. Like a lot of the dreams mm. are taken from stuff that yeah. she's mentioned earlier in the book, which I think is really cool. Like they end up in the mm. Jolly Sailors tobacco. I love that. Rapper. And there's a big scary yeah. whale, uh, which has some of my my favorite Tiffany bit, which is where Wentworth sees the big scary whale and is like, whale fish. And she's like, no, he's actually a mammal and related to a cow. <laughs> and she's like, why am I doing this? And then he's like, whale cow? And she's like, well done. That's great. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, what is, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I like myself. <laughs> She's incapable of <laughs> of not correcting people on these things, which I think is an extremely endearing trait. Oh yeah, so real to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I think that's sometimes. maybe why I like her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I said at the at the start of this book is that he like realized that the people who, the the kids who would likely yeah read this kind of book are the bookish type of kids who would be, uh, like, kids who are Tiffany like. coded exactly yeah, yeah. and it. It will encourage you to be more like that, which maybe doesn't socialize you the best, always. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think <laughs> it encourages you so much as it, like, makes kids feel like they're not wrong for that. or that yeah. 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 Like that. I think it, I, it's fine. I mean, I was one of those yeah. children. <laughs> was. So, of was. course. I mean, me too. Uh, we, all, no, we all were. I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know about I'm perfectly Robin. Maybe Robin now. was, like, hugely bimbo fight, but... No, I was like this as well. Yeah. <laughs> Robin was a jock. I wasn't there. Was I was just... play, playing hockey and yeah. Yeah. No, I... uh, pumping iron. Um, it has a great payoff as well. Where, like, speaking of socially weird, it's where the the fairy queen is trying to dismantle Tiffany's self esteem and is like, oh it's God. not your fault. You're deeply introverted and socially broken. <laughs> I, she's just the like. That's crazy. It's, she talks to like me like she talks to Tiffany like how I talk to myself when I'm feeling so depressed, which is like right. It feels like it's coming from you're fucking crazy. Yeah, it feels like it's coming from a really real place from Terry. Um, yeah, because it, it's so like wow. Um, <laughs> everyone hates you. You're not a real human. Maybe you should just kill yourself. <laughs> and it's like I always mm. say, I think all of that the young female characters that Terry. That Terry writes are just self-insert characters. I think they're all Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Terry has gender. Terry has gender. It's um, it's so good. I I loved this book. Um, I was. There we go. Let's wrap it up. Good book. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Wow. I kept thinking all the time when the uh tobacco thing, like the old. What's it called? Old Sailor? Jolly Sailor Tobacco. Jolly Sailor. Played like such an important part in the whole thing. And I was like, you could not do this in today's, uh, today's woke culture. You could not like put tobacco <laughs> so prominently into a children's book. Yeah, she'd have to go to the elf land from elf bars. <laughs> <laughs> she had yeah, to go, she, yeah, yeah, like, like an orange juice bottle. Just like in the vape world. Yeah. <laughs> No, she, starts, she doesn't smoke it and she says it smells wow, we found mary bad, there she so. is <laughs> you can get found mary vapes no, george really i don't good. know if you're aware of this i do know that but you know i yeah 
Yeah. Wow. It's terrible. Because I know everything. So you know, because I read this book. Doing some Tiffany shit yeah. right now. Yeah. You're just like, uh, actually, uh, I think. <laughs> actually, <laughs> you can. <laughs> oh, no. We've all been seen by Terry. One. It's like, look at these. Yeah, guys. Terry's looking into each one of our souls and telling us that we're the worst, the worst, most annoying children ever. And yeah. he's right, because we have a podcast. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> So in a way, he's appealing not only to like bookish children, but also to lame ass podcasters who we are. So yeah. there we go. Hey, at least hey. we aren't lame ass podcast listeners. I only listen to good podcasts. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't, don't, don't think there's any good podcasts. They're all WTF bad. WTF and Serial and uh, and PRs, all things considered, uh, because I'm so sophisticated. I listen to, um, yeah, I like. Uh, Pod Save America. Mm-hmm, that's a good one. Um, oh, I like. I like the. Yeah. What are the Romaniacs called now? <laughs> fuck! Fuck! Oh no, my country. <laughs> the, oh, oh well, Jeremy Corbyn's gone at least. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did did we did we save things? It's cool. Um, mm. I love uh, the true Patrick crime we the city the one where they're soy facing about like horrific mm. murder. Yeah, my favorite murder. We like that one, and we like I like the Obama one. I love my favorite. Um, I like I like Ed Bull. I like the Ed such, Bulls one. They're such nice ladies, and yet they giggle about horrific things like murder. That's so. That's such an interesting chemistry and such an interesting concept for a podcast. I know. think it's like I, I associate with that because <laughs> not only am I like a nice, pleasant. Y- youngish girl yeah um but also i have a mental illness <laughs> so that's See, personally i only listen to um iheart radio produced mm-hmm. podcasts where they those. advertise them beginning with like b- beginning with a 999 call from oh someone my who's God, extremely love- distressed yeah those are um, always insane and then they're like in 1995 uh three young women were brutally murdered <laughs> Join us on the massacre pod. Um, and, I don't want to join you on I'm the like, massacre pod. I love to hear well, this three times you on an the, hour. I want to join you on the nice pod, where you talk about nice things. That's not true. Every podcast yeah, I listen to is about war crimes and nice things. <laughs> I, mean, I listen to podcasts about about like horrible things that are objectively distressing, but. I don't listen to 999 calls from people who are like about to get murdered or I've just seen a murder or something. Yeah, the one that really galls me about that is it's like the first thing you hear on the advert and it's like, I yeah. didn't, I yeah. didn't oh, great. fucking click so on that. There's no way to avoid screaming. this. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I'm listening to iHeartRadio is because I'm listening to the buy behind the bus. Bastards, yeah. No other reason. Yeah. That's, and yeah. that is a man Jake making jokes about cum. I, Mostly, I don't yeah, he's our spiritual brethren. Either, so I'm, uh, I'm, I, I, I currently, <coughs> I don't even think I listen to any podcasts with with ads. Some have like Patreon reads and shit, but they they keep putting more ads in. You must remember this, and I love you must remember this. But the ads will be like better help, blah blah blah, oh, yeah, blah that's and I'm like, those, I don't, yeah. you should not yeah. be advertising better help, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> behind yeah. the bastard says. <laughs> oh, obviously, um, yeah, yeah, but um, um, yeah, I enjoy seeing the tone, the tone difference of ads because, because I mean, we've already described what most um, iHeart ads are like, which are like horrible murder, yeah, and then listening to Tides of History with Patrick Wyman, a very good history slash archaeology podcast on Wondery mm. and all of their ads are like wouldn't your children love to listen to this educational <laughs> podcast or it's like it's, it's all like we talk to five businessmen every week about what makes them successful 
we're talking to Peter Thiel. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Put him down. No. Stop mm. that. Do you think Peter Thiel is mad that he's no longer the main guy people associate with stealing younger people's blood? <laughs> you must be, right? <laughs> Well, no, whether the forty-year-old, the forty-year-old guy who's got a blood boy, I feel like he's what I think of now when I think of like injecting yourself with a young person's blood rather than yeah. Peter Thiel. Yeah, yeah I I know, a lot of them do. Why do they go from blood boys to blood men? And what do you do then? Like, then you have to get a new blood boy. I have become, I guess, you there, boy. Like... What day is it? It's a day of the blood reckoning, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I guess since like Twitter crumbled and uh, broke down altogether, I have just been so checked out on like any current news, politics, terrible CEOs, uh, Kim Kardashian's ass things. It's yeah. gone. <laughs> She's I taken did not it out. Know that before not recording that. this. <laughs> It's checked out too. It's checked out of her body. Um, falling on, falling to my knees on a beach and going, "You blow it up, <laughs> you blow it up." Yeah, Peter. You don't know you, uh, Kim Kardashian's ass now. You, you you land on the on the beach and you're going down and you see there's just two big ass mm-hmm. cheeks like in in the sand and you realize that it's Earth and you're like, no, it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Planet of you, the see, Fates, Janosh and I, I because because we no longer go on Twitter. Yeah, we don't. We we are regressing in our humor. The other day, Janosh sent me an awkward penguin advice <laughs> animal um, that was like, "When you fart, but uh, someone just walked into the room." That's that so true. I though. Went, LOL, and then I sent him a bad luck Brian <laughs> meme that was like uh, the same text. I can't think of anything else. Bottom text. I'm yeah. I'm sending. I'm I'm sending you a link to a Newgrounds flash game where you punch a woman, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Jesus that's Christ. and that's just what the game is. It's just you punch a woman that and she like gets fun. she dies. Yeah. I mean, I, 2008. I'm everybody. not sure if it's the most yeah. like you know interesting game design, but uh... yeah, but uh, you punch a woman. Yeah. It's very immersive. That's no. true. I want to go back to that period of the in- internet when everything was epic stick men and it wasn't talking about some guy who beat up protesters with a stick on camera. <laughs> well, too bad. That wouldn't happen it in was just It was society. just innocent stick animations having a fight yeah. and you were like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Has anyone realised yeah. that bacon is like... It's pretty fucking <laughs> epic. I would, if I had the choice, no. I would have bacon on everything. Yeah. Bacon, I love bacon. Bacon, if you bacon don't, bits. You're gay. If it was rainbow candy that looked like bacon, I would call that gay bacon, and people yeah. would think it was pretty fun. Did you know that they would be like, uh, gay bacon. That swag actually stands for secretly we are gay, and then there's an image of Justin Bieber wearing a t-shirt that says swag. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. <laughs> well, I do hate Justin Bieber. He is... Yeah. Um, he is. He is uh, a member of Hill. He is a member of Hillsong Church. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't actually like him. But, yeah. The other thing about the Justin Bieber thing is that, like, he got a lot of like horrible things were being said about him in like those meme culture things. But I, yeah, he does seem to be a pretty bad person. Yeah, he I seems d- like kind of a prick. I, I think you probably just would be if you were a child. Yeah, star. child. Child celebrities and shit. I saw a very funny clip of him as a child where, like, this Canadian newsreader, like, interviewer is trying to, like, own him um, by saying, because he said something like he wanted to be, like, a Canadian celebrity that everyone knows. And she's like, what about this guy who's, like, a famous Canadian newsreader? And he's like, I don't think. 
I don't think people outside of Canada know who this guy is. And it's, it's, just, it's really good. Watching this newsreader uh, like, have their yeah, the most... dreams crushed right in front of them. This, this woman is like, she's really going for this like literal 10-year-old. It's crazy. Most most famous Canadians, people just forget that they're Canadian. Like Leonard yeah. Cohen or Joni Mitchell. Yeah, Neil Young. Or... Uh, I Avril Lavigne. Joni Mitchell is. She sings uh, Canada. Drake, maybe? Drake's um, Canadian. Steve Larson. Drake's Canadian. I mean, Drake is kind of famous for being Canadian. But, Be- yeah, people know he's Canadian. Uh, most yeah. of the, most of the band were Canadian, nuts. Canadian, which surprised me. Like, I think they have like one American, but the rest. Please don't sue me, Drake. Drake's gonna sue you. He's not interested in you. You're not an underage girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine, if, imagine if I got sued by Drake for calling him a nonce. Um, that would be really good. Do you and think Drake you knows what nonce means? He must no. be financially ruined. Um, Has Drake um, met anyway. a British person? <laughs> yeah, he he did because he tried to. Um, Tried to slide into Millie Bobby Brown's DMs when she was underage. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, no, yeah, and I guess like he did slide into her DMs. They were close Russell friends. Brand might have had a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, maybe. So. Uh, anyway, what is happening in this book? Why that are we, we talking read? about so many pedophiles we, we, on this we, podcast? Isn't it? I really do, and I think that's a podcast. Three of us live in Britain. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like at the end of this book where Granny Weatherwax and Nanny Og appear like the end of one of the Avengers movies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're putting together a team. Next time on Tiffany Aiken. It's what so fast. What to be a witch? It's so good. I love it though. I'm the fan that's being serviced. I'm clapping yeah. my hands like a seal. I'm going, ar, ar, yeah. ar. Yeah, I had. I had I had the moment, like, like the feeling reading that, that, wow, I was never so pandered to by a book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this this book is like, you know, it's it's waiting for the adults in the room who've read the other books to yeah. be like, oh, it's my favorite characters, Granny Weatherwax and Nanny Og, and it makes sense because they like they are characters in the rest of the Tiffany Aching books, like they are important elements of those books. It's just very funny for them to appear at the end and then yeah. to be Question. like, they're also. very fa- they're very famous witches, and then Granny Weatherwax just like does some like weird magic and knows instantly what's happened for the whole book, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, it's simply very a good clever. business decision on part of Terra. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you've got these kids who are reading this book. Their pre- parents presumably already read it, but they might not. Oh my and god, they might grow up reading, being like, okay, maybe I'll try reading the books he wrote, which feature them in an adult setting. And discover that they're basically the exact same with more sex jokes. Yeah, it's like you actually have to watch um, ah- Ahsoka in order to understand like, <laughs> the stuff they're doing. <laughs> you have to see the Obi Wan TV series to get like what's going on. You at the have end to of, see like, the, the Wee Free Book Man. of Boba Fett. You have to yeah, watch the King's have, Man. Nothing where, could make me do that. You have to watch the King's Man where Hitler turns up at the end as the Nick Fury cameo to understand oh downfall. You have to understand <laughs> history. <laughs> oh my god yeah it's it's good i mean it i think it works because tiffany you know part of her storyline for the whole book is like she's struggling with one like how cold she worries that she is and like she sometimes comes across as like she's a bit you know weird um and she's worried that she's not that witches aren't real or that she can't become one or that she doesn't know how to become one and that everyone around her hates them and it's nice to have like these witches show up who know what they're talking about and be like, "No, you you are a witch. You've done a good job. Well done." Like she needs someone to say, "Well done," because no fucking mm. no one fucking else is. She's just like me. From the best. Yeah, like she rescues yeah, Roland. She rescues Roland at the end, and everyone's like, "Wow, Roland did a great job of rescuing these two children." <laughs> <laughs> I love the way she threatens him. <laughs> it's really good. 
she's she's going she's going pure granny king now she's like she's got the flavor she's making the cheese he comes in and is like no one would believe you um i am sorry but also no one would believe you and you can't talk to me like that and she's like one day you'll be a baron and you better be a fucking good one else i'm gonna come for you (laughs) (laughs) pure headology incredible yeah she's so great yeah you see see sees granny weatherwax for five minutes and immediately adopts her person well but she's kind of already like granny weather it's like when they meet and she's like i'm not prying into your business and they're like it's it's pretty funny to be like like this like you know struggling with her identity not fitting in uh and Mm. you know finally found my people and it's these two old women (laughs) (laughs) these these two old women are just like me (laughs) But it's like, you know, it's her community of witches. These are all uh, cerebral busybodies who know what know what's really going yeah. on, you know. Uh, yeah. They have very uh, different takes on naked dancing. Yeah, mm. Nanny Og's very pro if you want to do it. Um, Granny's like, you don't, you don't have to do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go naked dancing. And it's dancing. embarrassing, most importantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would get cold. Yeah, but I think if you're, you're doing a, it on a moonlit night. Well, that's why you do, you do it, it around like a big bonfire. Midsummer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do mm. it on midsummer when it's warm and you got a big fire, so you yeah. can like let it all hang out, and dance around. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds fun. Okay, let's do it. Podcast meetup. <laughs> Podcast meetup. <laughs> Next midsummer. Let's meet up in the middle of the woods and naked dance around a fire in the spirit of the Wiccan. Yeah, who watches the WatchCon 2024? Uh, we're yeah, doing we're our since we since we've been uninvited or not invited to the real this world cons. We we just have to like do our uh, our competitor uh, comp- com- compete with our own uh, this world con. We'll do it on the same night, so you yeah. have to well, pick. I can't. Yeah, and I think if I we have like we naked invited simply because we're too deranged and embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I think if we put like I naked dancing on the agenda, we should be invited. Like, yeah, that would be that would be a good would selling I go? point. No. I know you wouldn't, George, but that's because you hate to engage with things. Whereas I love <laughs> to engage with things, so I I would love go. to engage. I would never. I would never. For instance, I would never. Uh-huh. I don't want to put it, to I'm to put it in a way. I want to be I would, secluded by things. I, I, yeah, the world secludes me every day. I, I wouldn't engage yeah. in certain elements of the fandom which I find embarrassing, which is, yeah, you know, parts of it. And I wouldn't want to make anyone else money by being present at something. If you, <laughs> I don't think they make money right? with the Discord. Con. No, I like, know. <laughs> yeah, no, I. I Oh, they yeah. make money off of us. We're we're big money. <laughs> yeah, we we bring in all three hundred of our listeners. Right? Yeah, we have like three hundred. That's that's, how, that's so. that was twice the attendance of Discon. So yeah. you know, that would be that would be a big. That'd be there like were a certainly audience. podcasts. Maybe with... maybe half of our fans are Australian, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll the thing travel. Is, I'm only bitter because of the Discworld con thing because like if it had been like a like a like a like an in-person con I would be like yeah okay I don't want to like I I don't know if I would have flown to like wherever it was like Wales or whatever uh, <laughs> yeah imagine having to fly there I know yeah because I think it was called like La Medos on the Clacks or something but like the point was that it was like a virtual con like it was like yeah yeah it was like an e meet 
to use yeah. crossword terminology. Eat me. I, that's the woke agenda won't even let you have normal meat now. They want you to have e-meat. <laughs> All made of soy. No. I bet it's made of bugs. Yeah. I want um, you to eat the bugs. I will never eat a less prawn. Less belly aching. Um, what else should we talk about? There's a great bit in this where Tiffany does another granny aching story, which is about um, when there was a sort of sad slightly un- like an unwell woman in the town who stole the baby and they were like should we put her in jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was what crazy. If we put- do we put her in jail i don't know i feel weird about it and then uh yeah granny aching like comes to the child and the baron is like this woman is looking at me and i have decided we will not put her in jail what if instead we all just like collectively <laughs> looked after her a bit and apparently that works which like yeah <laughs> obviously <laughs> um but it's good she's she sort of draws a a connection between her and the and the queen of the fairies being like they're both like these sort of pathetic women who are doing things stealing things and being destructive because they're you know sort of lonely and don't know what to do which is very it's very kind and very yeah. mature thing for like a nine-year-old to think <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Some mm. some people just steal children. A mature thing for anyone of any age, I think. <laughs> right? Yeah. Did you like how Wentworth said "wee wee man" like a billion times? Yeah, yeah, that was good. I did. That yeah. was co- that's comedy it. to me. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I, I I really liked how Terry always gave these asides of uh, because when when you find a joke that works, you just you're just gonna keep doing it. <laughs> so true. Yeah. yeah. It's a kid's it book. They love that shit. Yeah. I I love that shit. <laughs> I love that shit. I like it when um yeah, Tiffany has sort of she sort of like decides to be I don't know, like a parent to Wentworth if no one else yeah. is gonna parent him. It's so yeah. cute. Yeah. It's really lovely. She's like at the end. Don't say Crivens in front of mum. <laughs> don't say the criv don't say the don't and say then like, the Crivens word. <laughs> and, uh, he loves seeing he loves the Nightmark Fiegel which I also would think they were epic if, if I was right. a child so I understand him yeah. sticky little boy and, and it's also that I, he, he like becomes like a uh, whatever the word for a Scottish taboo is I, I killed I uh, English um, certain <laughs> kinds of Americans <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, uh, the British gentry in the late in like the mid 18th, 18th century. century yeah yeah <laughs> And that. Tartans, folk, folks, they're real. You should spend a lot of money on tartans, especially the Princess Diana Memorial tartan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. Ooh. I keep that thang on me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that thang. Yeah, I think you um, should do I, it. It's like, having a, it's like how they invented having kilts for different clans, even or like different tartans for different clans, and that was just like James mm. II or someone who invented that and was like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I, I know it's much later than that. Um, I can't remember. It's One like of the 19th guys. century. The George, idea of each George clan. George the guy. I don't know. Or 18th yeah. century, maybe, but I long past the the wearing of tartans as a as like a practice. Um, is it? Yeah, like, it's. I think where I come from, it's like really popular for people to tell stories where they met someone who's Scottish and they actually had like dick out under the kilt. Like wow. they were like they yeah. would lift up the kilt. You could see everything. I've only yeah. ever known one person yeah, to go dick out underneath the kilt, and he was English. Um, mm. 
he was from Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes it is. makes sense, right? Like it's th- that it would just become a thing that, like you know, if you adapt that culture for you, it's the the, the inherent eroticism of um uh, the flapping skirt yeah. Uh, yeah. placed upon. You know, it's fetishization of the Scottish. That's that's what we are. Yeah. Yes. It's a fetishization it's, of the Scottish people. It's exoticism, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Occidentalism. A hangover from. Yeah. Um, and I've mostly heard. I've mostly heard men tell stories about. Like I've only, you know, only heard men tell stories about this, which maybe it is like a a rare way where you as a man can brag about seeing some dicks. It's the only time it's not gay. <laughs> Men love to tell me about seeing other men's dicks. Don't worry. It was Scottish. (laughs) It was a Scottish dick. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm just thinking about dick. (laughs) Thinking of Scottish dick, yeah. 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 I mean, the main Scottish dick that I'm thinking of, yeah. No, just like you thinking about dick reminded me of how... uh, how the other day I was like at a public bathroom where there was a, a travel pussy dispenser, but I I couldn't take a I was gonna t- I was gonna take a photo of it, sticker. but then like another guy came in. And oh no! Like, I, I can't let another man see me taking a picture of the travel pussy dispenser. <laughs> and he said, "Ah, yeah, he said, ah you, want, you want me to buy one for you? Can you not afford one?" <laughs> little Hungarian boy, Don't would you like some Hungarian pocket pussy? Boy, I would buy you a pocket pussy with my pocket money. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called again? <laughs> Uh, the Künstliche Vagina. Pussy? Yeah, it said it said travel pussy and then the Künstliche Vagina below it. Like it was the exact one that yeah. I love the Künstliche Vagina. Like it had the same photo on it. Even like I think they just did not update any of the of the art on it. It's since, been like, like that 80s. since the 1970s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's but you know why Janusz, ch- why change a winning brand? <laughs> People love it. Janusz, you should start buying them whenever you see them, and we give them out as uh, Patreon gold. <laughs> really if funny. you subscribe to certain, we'll send you a German travel. Yeah, that's like the an, an Oprah bit where it's they're like, now look under your chairs. You get a Kunstlinger. Yeah, let us know, uh, you know, patrons, if you would like subscribe to a higher tier. If we sent out travel pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can always get your own, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. You, if you get know one that, that we've, we've like we've done the a... packet. <laughs> no, you know the end of this book where Tiffany's making her cheese and she's putting a stamp with like a like a witch yeah. on it. That's us, but we're doing it to like the wrapper of the. Yeah, I I, the, I, the I was signed the travel pussy wrapper. <laughs> yeah. That, oh my god, going. that would be that would be so good to have a signed travel pussy. <laughs> <laughs> are we just? Are we just? Howard Stern of Discworld podcast. Yes. Highly possible. Which means we'll eventually become like old and not funny, but like still keep going and just embarrassing ourselves. Have we not reached that point? (laughs) Well, I guess I guess Howard Stern is also incredibly rich. Like I think first we need to make like serious Patreon bucks, and then we can like start losing. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. What we call what they call a micro Howard Stern is what this (laughs) book is. (laughs) It's really. He already has a small dick. Like that's a big thing of his whole of his whole deal. How do you mean? He could be lying about it. Do we ever? Does anyone ever see it? Do we have proof that he has a small? I mean, definitely he's lying, he's lying for clout that he has a small penis. Pers- a small, pers- <laughs> a small if, penis. If he does, that's a pretty genius move, right? Like that's 
But then it's good because if someone is having sex with you and they're like, I can't exactly. wait to see your classically small put, like penis, and then you see it and it's big, you're like, oh, it's yeah. a pleasant surprise. Yeah, unless it's know? like a small dick fetishes, like in oh, which case like, you'd be gutted. Howard, yeah. Howard, why did you do this? Yeah, immediately you losing your own boner once. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Once you see that this is like monstrous. Yeah, I don't know, listeners, if you know about, if you have seen Howard Stern's dick. (laughs) Let us know. Or know someone who has. Howard, you listen to this. Give us loads of money. Uh, You can show us your dick if you like. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not particularly interested. We said before that we, this is a solicitation podcast where we're like, yeah, send us dick pics, but send them to me, not to George, because George (laughs) is scared of them. Don't send them to me as a teenager. Going back it's, it's in now time. It's, yeah. Now it's legal. <laughs> yeah, like a fucked up, like uh, like that Ethan uh, Hawke movie where he is like uh, uh, shift from succession, but like time traveling, gender surgery. One of you has watched it, mm. I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, what's it called again? Orlando. Uh, no, it's not good. Oh, no, that was Kate. It, that's <laughs> that's the uh, that's that's, that's like... the good one. That's still us one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Virginia Woolf. That's, that's a Virginia predestination, I think. Predestination. It's like based on a, on yeah. the Heinlein short story. But like I'm I'm imagining like a convoluted like tra- time travel plot where you end up like the big twist is that you end up uh, getting sent Chaz's teenage tits and like <laughs> immediately sent to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you send you send your <laughs> you send me a dick pic. I'll send you pictures of myself that I still have as a teenager, and then therefore sending you. A but it's like detail. going back in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you even allowed to have pictures of yourself naked when you're an adult? When you're of, of course you are. I don't why are we talking about know. this? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> I'm like faintly just, like feverish. It's all kind of it's kind of like bouncing off my brain. This is the crime like, Robin's gonna recover tomorrow and be like, Chaz, did you keep talking about as a child like incriminating yourself in the future by taking a pic of your dick like as a child? Yeah, sending it to your your future self and your future yeah. self going to jail. Uh, and then being like, damn, I guess this is just how it had to happen. Because, you know, once you're in a time loop, basically, it, had the, it wasn't your fault. You had no choice. You were in the time loop. <laughs> it's the sequel, the sequel for Looper. You yeah. have to go back and, at the end, they take a picture of you naked as a child and plant it on you in the future. And you get arrested. It's like, the perfect crime. Now, if I was in the past, I would send myself a sign in the present. Wait, there's something in my pocket. <laughs> Strange. Um, well, hello, Tom. Would you take a picture of yourself as a um, naked as a child in the past and then send it to the future? That's probably for the best. Um, I feel like this is the most crime we've done on an episode, even though we haven't done anything. I just feel like you, you know, something, well. something actionable. <laughs> well, I was just we wanting a great site where you could talk to strangers. No. <laughs> I can't go to jail for things I did as a teenager. The Statue of Limitations, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but all those men who went to jail. They got away with it. Yeah, they probably. walk free. Yeah. Um, they're on a megal, even as it fails. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's their male privilege. Yeah. This is a feminist you know, if any now. If any man has a kick, then he should go to jail immediately. Yes. <laughs> is kick still a thing? I don't know, but... I don't really know what it <laughs> is. 
It's for messaging underage people. Um, I think, how do we... What are we talking about? (laughs) I don't know. What else is there to say about this book uh, that we haven't talked Uh, about? It's good. We talked about Roland as well. Is that his name? Roland? Yeah. Roland. Yeah. He will be... Roland will return in Hatful of Sky. (laughs) Oh, I have a question. Does Mystic come back? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, that was it. Just wanted to know. <laughs> I can't remember if the toad comes back. I think they're Oh, all... we didn't talk about the toad. The toad's a lawyer. The toad's a oh, lawyer. lawyer yeah, That's so... Um, incredible The queen tries to get to them. It makes me laugh so much. The, yeah, the, like, the queen brings some lawyers to, to like, like, freak them out. Long-time lawyer hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he He's it's right like, for what? that. He's he's so fucking valid to hate lawyers. Um, Unless, but yeah, no, the, the 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 Nakmak figures like swords start glowing blue, and the lawyers come, and then the Toad's like, "Oh, I'm a lawyer," and he's like, "I can be your defense lawyer, and you have so much treasure, I can make you probably innocent." Yeah. And then um, yeah, he's like on their side, and then they say a bunch of like funny lawyer like fighting slogans, which is like 1200 angry, angry men and a bunch of other stuff. And it's really funny. It's a great moment. Yeah, some la- uh, Latin jokes that sound like a Glaswegian trying to fight you. Yeah, it's some it's some classic Terry it's Latin cool. lawyer jokes, which is just say, it's just like, you do lawyer talk by just putting stuff into like bad Latin, um, like cod Latin yeah. and then that's like... That's as long as more. yeah, it's like effective just by people not understanding you and the yeah. figures love they're not, it. They're not real lawyers, to be fair. Yeah, I don't think lawyers are not real. unlike real lawyers. They are, <laughs> no. and I've seen them. It's all made up. <laughs> unlike um, my job, <laughs> I like the bit where he's the very end Terry. It's like uh, uh, Granny Weatherwax is like the neck McFleas. Fegals have a lawyer now. Good grief! Yeah, they're like, oh god. <laughs> now they're even more dangerous. <laughs> yeah, their the one weakness baby. is gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get them. <laughs> I don't get them with the lore anymore. They're so good. The way they just constantly pop out at, like, not necessarily the right moment, often, like, slightly after the right moment, but, like, yeah. know, like Very appearing with a dead shark and loads of water in, in the in midair. Yeah. What, a, what a good image. Well, it's, like, a funny thing, right? Because they're a bit OP. Like, they can sort of fight anything. Um, there's a lot yeah. of them. So, Tiffany, she it says, like, she gets help. Like, she does have help from the Nakmak Fiegel. And she gets help from, like, the ghost spirit dream of granny aching at the end, like, comes and helps her. But for a lot of the time, like, before they get there, it gives her time to have to do it on her own and try and sort out, like, you know, try and fight her own battles. You know, figure out that she, you know, it's her land. She's land under the sea. And she can sort of trust herself and in order to defeat the queen. And I think it's, yeah, it's good. But it's good because the Nightmare Fiegel will then appear and, like, you know, fight for any, like, side characters that aren't that important but it gives yeah. tiffany room to like fight her own battles which i think is good it is a it is a classic terry bit of like this unusually like high magic kind of like dramatic like lightning dogs racing across the sky mm. her like the spirit of her grandmother possibly maybe appearing yeah um and then he's like now for a funny bit about lawyers <laughs> It's so but, good. You know, the tone, he, 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 you know, he switches tone dramatically, but somehow he, somehow he does it without it making, making it seem like, like weird. Know. It works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah, it does work. And it's this profound moment of like seeing 
Granny A King, and she's dressed up as the China Shepherdess that Tiffany felt so bad about giving her. Um, and she's got her dogs with her, and and yeah, like maybe it's her ghost, or maybe it's like part of the dreaming, like it's maybe Tiffany's idea of her, or hoping that she'll be yeah. there. But it doesn't really matter because it it's Tiffany's rules and it's sick. It's car. nice. It's closure, yeah. and it's nicely ambiguous what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then she, you, you know, know she good. opens her eyes, and then she opens her eyes again and becomes. She gets like the big awareness of like everything. Yeah. She goes, woke. Again, she goes woke. Disgusting. Which is, uh, it's like another Terry thing, and this will pop up again in the Tiffany books, which is just like the concept of like, if you're a human being and you're aware of everything that's happening and you're like alive to it all, that it's like an exquisite moment, but would drive you crazy to have to experience. And like part of being human is being able to ignore things and like, yeah. you know, pretend that everything is normal. And that's like the lie that you tell yourself in order to be conscious. Because again, that's... consciousness is like a horrible nightmare. Yes. Yeah, Terry longs to return to being an animal. Yeah, we have to go back to the amniotic fluid. (laughs) Um, Okay, Neon Genesis. (laughs) Okay, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I like this book a lot, and I am excited to read Hatful of Sky because that one's also a crazy book. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not what we're gonna read next. We're gonna read. Monstrous Something Regiment. called Monstrous Regiment le- next, uh, so I guess we're gonna have to get through that shit. one first before we get to... Has anyone ever heard of transgenderism? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. What new craze that's sweeping the nation? Let's go! I'm so excited and to I certainly book. hadn't when I read the book for the first couple of times. <laughs> I'm excited to learn all about Several the times. horrors of war. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be a good read. And it's going to be fun to read this one because I don't think I've read it since I was in the play. Mm-hmm. And I know so much of the dialogue, like literally off by heart at this point, that it's going to be funny to reread. Yeah. Which character are you? We shouldn't I read have. it. We shouldn't read a book that's about how war is bad so soon to um, <laughs> Armistice Day. It's disrespectful because that's, that's a day so about how war is good. War is, I love yeah. Yeah. And we like it. All those guys about- who died in World War One died for like a real cause and not a bunch of inbred cousins fighting each other <laughs> over land borders. Yeah. yeah. The World War One was like a good war that was fought that for was good a reasons. Good one. I've seen uh Pass of Glory and that's about how World War One is um was actually cool. I think that's also what All Quiet on the Western Front is about, uh what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, as it's, a, it's all a quiet regiment on the Western Front of the souls nice of the quiet. British dead yeah. in all wars look down us and say Actually, no. Peace is bad. They look, that's what they want us to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's think the thing about you... like um, the Armistice mm-hmm. Day is about having a picture of yourself, um, putting like a tiny little grave, uh, like a little cross with a poppy on it, like in the ground, and having a picture taken of you, and then putting it in the newspaper to prove that you're like the most patriotic. Yeah, because it's about how Britain was good and war was good. Yeah, and he's good. Yeah. I had a and the government also good. Shouldn't criticize them. In my online trivia game, there was like this, like one-off, like trivia uh, competition for like songs that charted in the UK, but like not in the US. Like, and some of them were like normal stuff, and then one of them was like one of the one of them was about uh, Colonel Tom charting in the UK no, as number one for his support of the NHS. <laughs> like, <laughs> just insane stuff. I hate this country sometimes. It's just like... 
That's like, Major Tom to major you. Major Tom. I, I wasn't going to say Major Tom because that's the David Ground Bowie one. Control so I was like, major I can't be Major Tom. Tom. Are they yeah, not, you're not, you're not allowed to be NHS. a major. Yeah. By being forced to walk around a garden by his family as part of a financial scam. <laughs> <laughs> Killing him deliberately. Yeah. It's really the British spirit is like using using your twee mm. veteran dad to scam a bunch of people out of some money and build a spa, get caught, um, and then prove yourself to have like the worst taste of anyone imaginable. <laughs> yeah, grand control sir Major Tom. Take your ninety pills oh, down um, and get out in the garden, you old bastard. That's so crazy. Zimmer that frame on. Get walking. Yeah. David Bowie well, I want, I want like, briefly became a Nazi and made his best album and then <laughs> <laughs> like realized that that was maybe not right. He was he was doing it in a gay way. Yeah. Um <laughs> look, look, celebrities love to be fascists in the seventies, yeah. which is like and he was, was like, like on a lot of cocaine and he said that like recording that album was like the one like moment of clarity he had <laughs> in his like, uh-huh. Damn. life. So being a being a David Bowie enjoyer is so hard sometimes. Uh you have to do so much Dang. mental twisting. Do you have any any do you have any bad reads on this or Um didn't we do them in the first one? I think we just read the Patrick Yeah, one. We, we did. Maybe we did the, the other ones too. No, I think we did. I think we've done we it. We did do. Because I was going to... Yeah. I tried to look for... Um, my thing for this was going to be that I tried to look for Nat McFiegel fan fiction, but I couldn't find any. So uh, there's well, a gap in the market <laughs> if you want to write stories about Rob Anybody and yeah. we Hamish um, fucking each other yeah. hard. We can Me, return to that F in future. And my time. husband, 57, uh, 6 inches tall, blue <laughs> male. Um, <laughs> yeah. problem. Okay, well, thank do, you for do, listening. Sorry, do, <laughs> doing one of those Reddit posters, they're like, am I the asshole here? My name is Tiffany Aking, brackets 10F, and the man who wants to marry me, brackets 200M. <laughs> <laughs> Two two inches. Um, um. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. Uh, no, it's a full size. Um, is it? Is it? Is it problematic because he's smaller than her? Um, he's minor coded. <laughs> he's minor coded. Anyway, I'm the asshole because I told my 300 year old blue husband that I wouldn't <laughs> sleep with him until a fictional bird that flew to the edge of the world to grind down a mountain by wiping its beak um, had ground down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Some would say yes. yes. Thanks, Reddit. Yeah. Everyone's Thanks the for the gold here. kind, stranger. Um, I was thinking about this when we were talking about like small dicks. Is that the if you the feagles have like they have small dicks because they are small, but probably like comparatively to their bodies. Proportionally, size. yeah, they gotta be okay. Um, thank you for listening <laughs> to this episode of Who Watches the Watch. Yeah. We're Join putting us a little next yellow time. tent around this episode, and Robin especially. Uh, yeah. This was not a chat friendly. I'm coming so in with a doctor's to, bag. Um, this was a very strange episode. Thank you. Um. Yeah, you can donate to the Patreon at Who Watches the Watch on Patreon yeah. for three years a month to get your to get bonus episodes. That there'll be more of. There's gonna be more. We've been out. promising it for a while, but we're gonna. We're liars. Um, we're actually gonna <laughs> do it. I, I believe we're gonna be able to put out one bonus episode before the end of the year, at least. Yes. Oh, I hope, I hope so. Um, uh, or you can donate five years to get your name shouted out like these people. Uh, thank you to Terran. 
Yay! Yo, the nightmare. <laughs> Antigone, <laughs> Progony. Whoa! Uh, thank you to our uh, uncles of the show on the Bjorn Strong, the Arm Tier, Pleasure Raid, Jason Hage, Gardar, and Big Flat Band. Big Flat Band. Woo! Thank you so much yeah. for sticking thank with you. us through this. Uh, through all our crimes. Relatively quiet time. In our yeah. Um, thanks, Patreon. <laughs> thanks for joining the Misophonia episode. I'll be crunching even more next time. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave all of Robin's sneezes in. <laughs> for verisimilitude, like you're in the room with us. Exactly. Um, yeah, join us next week with Monsters Regiment. Week. Um, well, next whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, Beyond so Strong in the Arm. Beyond Strong in the Arm is my Stan uncle. Nigel. Is my Stan, uncle. Uh, Stan Nigel. Nigel. Uh, Fuckters, um, Crivens, Crivens, uh, baby, rinse flower forever, rinse flower Yay. forever. Bye. Yeah, heat. <laughs>